Hey, what up, Long Beach? Welcome back to the one and only Long Beach State Athletics podcast featuring the one and only Athletics Director, Andy Fee. It's the LB Fee Show, hosted in part by the562.org, which is myself, J.J. Fiddler, and to my right... Mike Gardabasio, uh, speaking directly into the microphone, pardon <laughs> me. Uh, the, as J.J. mentioned, it's the Director of Athletics, Andy Fee, not the Athletics Director. It's, it's a completely different job. It's all about a title, <laughs> let me tell you. If it was all that I was about, this would be the easiest job ever. Welcome, uh, w- welcome, Andy, to your show. Uh, excited to be here. Now, we are not at Legends today. we got a scheduling conflict with a uh, baseball game Monday night, so we are in uh, the Athletic Department HQ. In the brain. And everyone signed the non-disclosure form. Uh, <laughs> so all the top secret information that's on the walls right now is surrounding us, you guys. All right? I, I don't want to go there. I don't want to have to do Ooh, it. New co- I see new color schemes. We're I in the bunker. Logo. We're in the bunker right now. There's I a see, name. Uh, there's a university <laughs> name on the wall, but you guys are not allowed to say what is on the wall. Uh, Andy, thank you so much for having us uh, and having us on this show with you. Your show, the LB Fee Show, uh, every week. We are bringing on a different guest. This week's guest, softball coach Kim Souter, who will join us in just a minute. Uh, But first, we have to wrap up a weekend that had both Mike and I very bummed, Andy. Andy, cheer us up. Cheer us up, Andy. We went through some rough (laughs) basketball games the last few days. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, You know, but but when we talk about fun stuff and, and stuff that's coming up, um, you know, we've got our men's volleyball program. You're going to talk to Coach Souter, who's got uh, just some great stuff uh, going on the softball diamond now. So we, we have a bright spring ahead of us. You're saying spring has sprung. And spring I, has true. sprung. I, the flowers are blooming. <laughs> the rain has done its work. I did say to JJ, we were kind of we were sitting there after the press conference, uh, after the men's basketball quarterfinal loss to Fullerton. And I looked at JJ and I was like, I guess it's volleyball season. <laughs> <laughs> it happened quick. It happened before I, I, most people was, were ready. I was ready for a little bit more basketball, but I guess it is volleyball, softball season, dirt bags, all those good teams going on in the spring for sure. Yeah, so before we get to that, we do have to talk about the winter real fast because it does have us bummed. But, you know, for the first time ever, long, both Long Beach State basketball teams losing the first round. However, we're already thinking about the future. All week, people have been contacting Mike and I about the future of both basketball programs. We'll get to the men in just a second, but first year under Jeff Kamen, I guess after the season, the first thing you say is the future looks bright. Do you feel the same way? I feel very invigorated with where the program has um, come so far. You know, disappointing to lose in the in the Big West tournament. But, you know, a month and a half ago, we were worried, are we going to make the tournament? So to see where they started out with and what Jeff was able to do in a year um, is pretty amazing. I mean, uh, you know, I've been reflecting on this over the weekend, and 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 and, and Coach Souter will probably talk about it. It is so tough to win. I mean, you are going up against very good programs, the pressure, the time demands. I mean, it takes a lot to win. So we have high expectations. I talk about it all the time here at Long Beach State. You know, we want to compete and win championships um, at whatever level is afforded that program. So, you know, are we disappointed? Yeah, we're disappointed, but. You know, no one's more disappointed than our student athletes and coaches who work so hard every day on the court um, to, to do great things. But but I am I'm excited. Jeff is going to be bringing in a great recruiting class. Um, he loves Long Beach. He understands who we are, the identity of, of what it takes to be here at, at, at the beach. And, and I feel great. A lot of people have been talking about the men's team as well. Uh, Coach Dan Munson coming up on the last year of his contract. Again, 
Mike and I fielding questions that we don't have the answer to. I guess you're the closest <laughs> we could get to an answer. What does the future of Long Beach State men's basketball look like this week? Yeah, and so, um, you know, as with any, any head coach, and this includes Jeff uh, on the women's side, you know, I'm going to set up time to sit down, talk about the program, what the direction of the program um, is and what we want it to be and what the coach's feelings are. So, um, you know, usually I'll give a, a cooling off period. Just, you know, the, these coaches devote so much time and energy and make so many sacrifices that, um, you know, I think the responsible thing to do is, is just to give them some time to just sit down and think themselves and, and really, um, you know, have the opportunity to think about it. But, you know, in the near future, I'll be sitting down with Dan. I'll be sitting down with Jeff. And um, it's very important, men's and women's basketball, along with all of our sports. It's important. We care about it, and that's why we invest so much into the programs. Well, and obviously, so do the fans. That's why I'm sure everyone's been hitting us up. I, I want to know when our performance evaluation is going to be. Are we waiting until June to sit down and talk about the OBP show and find out how we did, or are we, is it going to be like a weekly thing? Yeah, I mean, you guys are doing really good right now. Okay, I mean, all right, okay. I, It's still early. Okay. I don't want to get too far in front, but, you know, it's you're on the right path. Okay. Well, yeah, we're going to need a cooling off period is, is, what, he, is what he's saying. Between each other or I don't know. I don't know. You know, we usually get into the schedule, and the schedule is packed this week. So we're going to start it early in the show. This week at the beach, a lot of action, a lot of home games. On Wednesday, actually, the first big thing this week is the softball soccer clubhouse groundbreaking ceremony. It's going to be just afternoon, 1230 on Wednesday. Uh, that is just a massive thing for the university, let alone those two programs. Talk about that and the facility improvements here on campus? Well, I think it, it speaks to President Conley's commitment to athletics. Uh, it speaks to our donors and boosters and supporters who invest in our programs. Um, you know, literally building um, shows progress. And, you know, you're either kind of moving forward or, you know, you're moving back is what I believe. You know, that you're not really treading water too often. So, you know, I think as an institution, this really, um, you know, confirms what, what we all know is that this is a special place a place where you can compete in the classroom and on the diamond or on the pitch for soccer. Um, and, you know, I, I think this is huge. I mean, Coach will talk more about what it actually means to her and the team, but I can tell you from a, from a university standpoint, um, there's nothing better than investing directly into the lives of student-athletes. Uh, Thursday evening, the men's volleyball team, which is still undefeated, still number one in the country, will be hosting UC Santa Barbara at 7 p.m. I'm going to predict that they hold Santa Barbara to single digits in every set. Single digits in no, every I'm set? No, not really predict. I've been uh, every time I see Allen, I, I throw another totally outlandish prediction at him. But I will say, I did not predict them starting off 17 and 0. That's the best start in program history, and obviously, there's a lot of history to that program. So they are certainly on pace for a great season. They don't want to talk about it. He gets mad uh, anytime someone brings it up in the press conference. But as he also pointed out, it's better to be 17 and 0 than 15 and 2 or 16 and 1. So well, the Gauchos are hitting 258 as a team. Long Beach hitting 406 as a team. Which is so only which is only 150 higher than the NCAA record for best hitting percentage in a in a season. So your prediction might not be far off, <laughs> is, is is what you're saying, uh, Andy. You've been out with that team. You know, I guess dealing with success is almost as difficult as you said earlier as winning, especially when you've got the target on your back. I mean, they are by far the number one team in the nation. Yeah, and you're gonna get everybody's best best effort every match. Um, you know, for 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 certain schools, this is gonna be their their national championship type type of opportunity. So they're gonna throw everything they have at us, and that goes from you know a team ranked outside uh, the top 25 to to number two UCLA that that did everything they possibly could and tripped up. 
against us. But um, you know, I'm excited. It's not easy, and 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 staying at the top is 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 nearly impossible. So they're they're doing unbelievable effort right now. Do you have? You came from UC Santa Barbara. Do you have a board in your office that's like? I know that you have the black and blue rivalry with Irvine. Do you have like a the fee and the rivalry with Santa Barbara? Are you keeping track of how everyone's doing against Santa Barbara? Uh, no pressure on coaches, yeah. but you know it's really <laughs> nice to beat UC Santa Barbara. You know, I, you know, I was uh, high fiving and chest bumping with with Coach Monson in the hallway <laughs> after uh, Deshaun Booker's layup went in. A heck of a win that was yeah that's the way you get it started right there exactly so you know it, it is uh you know i enjoyed my time there but you know i want to beat them and everybody else like heck um <laughs> you know we 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 are a special place i truly believe that and uh but yes i i am uh that is a special rivalry for me personally <laughs> and uh, i want to beat them so bad but uh Unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, I'm not out on the field of competition. I don't know yeah. if that would help us at all. Uh, so. You know, that's probably for the best with all yeah, due respect. I, you are a great director of athletics, and you are now, because I saw that you are redoing your office right now. Maybe I can get you a fee and the rivalry. For I like that. I okay. like that. I'm going to see. I'm going to talk to some people. All right. Thursday, not the only volleyball going on. There's also beach volleyball. Taking on number four, Florida State, and number 20, TCU, here on campus. The 49ers are ranked number seven in the nation. They are three and one on the young season. Andy, I wanted to take this opportunity to ask you about the future of beach volleyball on campus. Are we going to see an actual sand court set up somewhere here on campus permanently, maybe over by the pyramid? You know, that, that's our goal. I know I've been, I've been talking with Joy and, and, and her staff and, and, and fellow administrators here in the department. Um, you know, volleyball here is a special thing. You know, we were just talking about the men's uh, success this year, but on the women's side, obviously the history with, with Coach DiMorello and what he did over his career. Um, it, it's, a, it's a very special sport for us. So, um, you know, Beach, when, when we added that sport, you know, it, it's kind of a no-brainer. Um, you know, we haven't funded it as, as, as well as we can, um, but, you know, we need to, and that's something I'm committed to, is, is creating a, 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 a unbelievable opportunity and a home for them as a program because – you know, I think that um, as, as you know, I think it was 2013 when we won the championship the year before it officially came an NCAA sport, um, which is too bad. I still count it as a championship. I agree. I'm, <laughs> trust me, I'm counting it, guys. It is technically an AVCA national championship, American Volleyball Coaches Association instead of NCAA. But I like volleyball coaches better than I like the NCAA personally anyway. So I like the coaches yeah. more than I like the NCAA Absolutely. across the board, that's Mike. Mike. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, you know, it, it, it's certainly something that, that we're exploring right now and trying to figure out, you know, what are the next steps in terms of from a facility standpoint, but programmatically – you know, how do we fund them in terms of scholarship and, and coaching salaries and a lot of things like that. So, you know, we threw it together. I hate to use that term, but, you know, we put it together as quickly as possible as a university. And um, now that it is a full-fledged sport, um, you know, we do need to make some changes. And, and I don't mean changes that people aren't working hard or anything like that, but we need to do more to support them. Um, and that comes on, on, you know, my watch, and, 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 and we're committed to doing more. Well, well, we're excited to see what that'll look like for sure. You break ground on that thing, you might run out of groundbreaking yeah. speeches. <laughs> I know, right? You, know, you already mean, had the Bob and Nancy Foster locker rooms <laughs> at Blair Field. Now these locker rooms on campus. I mean, what else is there to say? Hey, we like breaking ground. So, <laughs> you know, if we keep doing that, we'll be doing all right. Speaking of Blair Field, the dirtbags are going to be at Blair Field taking on Tulane this weekend. If the rain stays away, uh, they've been having a tough run. But coming up here on the Big West, you know, yeah. that's what they wanted, right? They wanted to play that tough schedule. Coach Troy Buckley, and actually we, we've spoken about it before too, how much that playing tough competition in the non-conference is key 
to setting yourself up to be in the right situation when play when playoff time comes. Because uh, Troy said last week, winning the Big West not might not be enough to host the regionals uh, here in the future. You you have to play tough schedules like they are. He just played what seven straight against the SEC. That's yeah. crazy. No, and you know it's a credit to them. They don't duck anybody, and I think. You know, we, we, we've talked, you know, if, if you want to put yourself in a dynamic position in the postseason, you're going to have to challenge yourself. You're going to have to have stretch games where, you, you know, I don't know, that's on the road at Texas A&M. Yeah, that's a tough place to go. But if you're going to achieve special and great things, you're, you're, at some point you're going to have to go up against the best. And if you can get that going early and that gives you a lot of momentum going into uh, your conference schedule, you know, I think it, it, it pays, you know, big dividends. I know, you know, as you'll talk to Coach Souter, I mean, she's played a ton of great teams and uh, done fairly well. And, you know, my guess is it's, it's helping them prepare as they go into the conference season. It's going to be a busy Saturday over on the other side of campus from where we are right now. Women's water polo and women's tennis both in action. Tennis taking on Purdue. Women's water polo taking on UC Davis in a Big West match at Ken Lindgren Aquatic Center. That takes on a little different feel when it's raining and the, the smoke is coming out of the water like a deep purple song. I just really like the way it feels over there. Are you going to be able to make it out for one of those games this weekend? Yeah, you know, that that's the goal. I actually was out there this weekend when they took on uh, George Washington and uh, had the alumni game afterwards. And that was actually on Sunday, so the weather was, was not an issue. But, <laughs> you know, I guess, you know, I always laugh at, you know, like, hey, of course you can have the match, right? I mean, you're in the water, you're wet. I mean, it's not, it's not like the infield's just a mud bog, right? So... In a weird way, I don't know, but do you have to wear goggles? Or, I don't know. I feel it, like there's is, some... So I actually I didn't play water polo at a university, but, I, yeah, I, I personally can't imagine. It's got to be – the ball's already wet, and then if it stays wet when you're holding it above the water, it definitely doesn't make it easier to play. <laughs> yeah, like I'm thinking <laughs> I would sure. need goggles, maybe a face mask. I, I don't some know. Floaties. I feel yeah, Some floaties. <laughs> some, a little help, you know, something. I don't know. I want to see – I know uh, there's there's always been different uh, staff games, like softball or whatever here. I would really love to see a Long Beach State Athletic Department staff water polo game. That would be scary. Um, you know, would there were definitely definitely waivers would be signed before that, <laughs> let me tell you. All right, Andy, you go start working on those waivers <laughs> in that game uh, while we bring in our guests. We'll bring you back on in just a minute. Uh, as we bring our guests in, I wanted to remind everybody, especially you Long Beach State fans, about the 562.org and all the coverage we are providing, the newsletter, the videos, the previews, recaps and photo galleries, as well as the Twitter updates and the interaction that we have with the community is not possible without the community. Please visit the 562.org and click subscribe to continue to support local sports coverage. We happen to have on, this is not why she's on, she's on on her own merits, but we do happen to have on a subscriber to the 562.org. Kim Sauer, welcome to the show. Thank you. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, 12 years as head coach, actually a Hall of Famer, Mike. She's creeping up on 400 <laughs> career victories. Her team is number 21 in the country. New rankings coming out on Tuesday uh, with an impressive 19-7 and record against some of the best in the nation. Coach, I got to ask the question we always ask college coaches when something like this happens. Did you see this season coming? Um, I, I learned a few years ago not to try to predict anything. So, um, you know, I knew we had a great bunch of girls and, and lots of talent. They've been working really hard, but uh, you just never know going into a season really what to expect. You're hopeful, but uh, 
you, you never know with injuries and, and everything else that comes along with that. For, for sports like softball, how important are those rankings to you? Is that cool for you when you're out in the community or, or you know, when you're talking to recruits to be able to say we're nationally ranked? And especially when you look at the other nationally ranked programs, they're athletic departments that uh, you know, oftentimes have football teams, have enormous budgets. How, how important and cool is that for you and for your team to, to carry that ranking around? Yeah, I, I think it's very cool um, just to be acknowledged by fellow coaches. And uh, you know, I think obviously you have to be doing something, something pretty well to, to get that uh, kind of acknowledgement. But at the end of the day, that doesn't really guarantee anything and uh, you know, we're, we're just kind of really staying focused and, and uh, want to finish, play a whole season, and, you know, hopefully we finish, finish being ranked. So. Uh, talk about the experienced senior class you have, players like Julia Lombardi, uh, LT Torres, Jessica Flores, these players that have not only been seniors this year but have been through the fire with you the last few years. Just talk about how important they are to the success. Uh, they're, they're a huge part of the success and just a really – really special group of seniors that, you know, we've uh, spent four years. This is our fourth year together, and it was kind of why we wanted to, you know, take them on a trip and, and go to Puerto Vallarta. And um, last year last year was a little bit of a grind with, with some injuries and um, just the, the tough schedule that uh, we had put together. It was the toughest schedule by far. Um, I think we played – 16 games against super regional teams and six of the eight teams in the World Series and and had adversity with losing probably our top hitter in Lauren Lombardi and um, not starting the season with Cielo. But even though we didn't get the results that we wanted last year, um, they showed great character. I mean, I think we were in position halfway through conference to have an opportunity to still win a conference title, and it just showed – showed a, their character and how they hung in there. And, yes, we didn't have a, a winning season, but I think they really grew a lot as people from last year. And, you know, it's, it's so great to see them seeing some results this year for the hard work that they've put in. Well, it definitely shows this year the growth that they've had. You mentioned Cielo Meza, who's just been like the talk of the town, uh, especially in softball circles. But she started the season 11-2. and two. She has an ERA of 1.69. Uh, nine complete games, five shutouts. She threw a no-no against a ranked team. That's nice to get. Um, yes. How – I mean, you've seen, obviously, some incredible pitching come through this school in your tenure, but um, where does she already rank with the body of work she's putting together this season? Um, yes, we have been very, very fortunate to have – I mean – Well, you're recruiting some, them. They're not – you know. We, I mean, we've it's, been it's fortunate to get luck. them. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it starts in the circle and uh, – She's, she's as good as any of them that have come through here. And, uh, you know, I'm so happy to, to see her healthy and, and uh, working hard. And she's definitely been a leader for us. And, you know, I, I can't wait to see, to see, you know, what she does throughout her career. Have you stepped in the box? Against Mesa? <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. I'm, We've still, gotta let, see I'm that. still letting her get back to form. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> you don't want to psych her out. <laughs> I, yeah, I respect uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of a dominant pitcher, that was the softball that I grew up watching. You know, th that's the softball that made it into the Olympics first. It was the 1 0, 2 1, pitcher's duels, scratch out a late run and hope that you win. 
how has the game changed? And I don't mean to say how has it become more offensive, which it clearly has. You play the number three team in the nation on Sunday, UCLA, and it's 6-5 and nobody bats an eye. That would have been crazy 10 years ago. So just talk about how the game has changed. Is it approach or is it equipment? I mean, where has the change come from? I think uh, it definitely has to do with equipment. I think – you know, coaching is improving. You know, we got a lot of more video analysis to break things down. Um, kids are starting a lot earlier and, and playing a lot more. Um, just the, in, the, in the weight room, kids are so much stronger. The game is so much faster. It's one thing, as soon as they get here as freshmen, it's like uh, the, the speed of the game is just you can't take your time on a ground ball to – to get it over to first because players are getting down the line line so just uh, bigger stronger faster exciting um, these kids are talented they they put in the work we have great strength coaches that are really developing them and um, it's exciting so it's, it's a lot of fun so do you miss the old ways I mean you, you stole 50 bags here at Long Beach State a school record I don't think anybody's even going to get close to that. Do you miss the old grinded out games? Um, you know, I, I love the defense that we had to play because it was, it was whoever makes the first mistake basically is a, the team that loses. Um, but, no, I, I love the game the way it is today. It's exciting. You still got to play great defense. You got to pitch well, hit well, um, and you have to have timely timely plays and, and pitches and – so I, I love where it's at today. How long do you think that record is going to stand for? I have no idea, but I would love for it to get broken. <laughs> so, uh, well, if someone does I, break it, will you allow them to do the Ricky Henderson, take the bag out of the ground, and hold it up and show everyone? Absolutely. I, I would love to absolutely see that. So That would be um, great. Uh, well, JJ mentioned Olympic softball. That was something I wanted to ask you about because uh, obviously softball is coming back to the Olympics, which yes. I'm personally very excited about. It's obviously great for America to have uh, a sport that, that we've been so great at. Uh, back on the international scene how does that change things for the sport where you know you have one of those sports that it is you mentioned now it's a, it's a club sport so kids start playing really young they dedicate a ton of their life and their time to it throughout high school and middle school high school and then up through college and then you know when it left the international scene there's sort of a wall there for you know almost every person playing softball now you get the national team structure back um, maybe more importantly you also now have all these other countries that don't have NCAA softball who are kind of turning to American uh, collegiate products Mm -hmm. to fill their national teams out. So as a coach, how do you see that changing the game? I guess how happy are you to have that, um, the recognition for the sport back in the Olympics? Oh, I absolutely love it. And uh, it was was a sad day when they took it out. And, uh, you know, so many, so many players and coaches have fought hard to to get it back. And um, it's, it's, the biggest stage for someone a softball player to to play in the olympics and you know so many kids can now dream again to to one day be there um you know we have the professional league and uh it's it's grown and it's you know it's a it's a great league to be in but there's only a few that can actually kind of live off of that and uh so just um to see our sport grow and and see other countries grow um in the sport, it's it's exciting. I can't wait to wait to 
see it. So we've got some uh, some Long Beach products. Uh, one player who went to Milliken, one player who went to to Wilson, who went and played college at other places, and are now going to go play for European national programs. They're out there training. You mentioned uh, Cielo Meza when we were talking before the show is part of the Mexican national team. Is that going to be interesting for you during the Olympics? I mean, you know, you get Mexico versus America, but it's your girl in the circle, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm, I mean, I'm rooting for both of them. I mean, I'm always going to root for Cielo. She's family, and, uh, you know, I, I love what she's doing. Um, she's had a great experience uh, being able to do that, and uh, I, I'm so excited. I love that she can have that experience. She had a great experience after her no-hitter, probably our favorite celebration of the year so far, <laughs> the no-no-no-no-no dance yes. in the bus. I know. Take us behind the make scenes, Coach. Make him sing it, Kim. Take, take <laughs> us behind the scenes. Talk to us about that. Whose idea was it? I'm, I have a feeling the players didn't pick that song. Am I, am I right? Actually, we were in uh, we were in Togo's after waiting. We had a game after, so we, we went into Togo's and – Tiara Follow came up to me in, uh, in line, and she goes, Coach, because uh, we sing and dance a lot. It's just, and she did that. I can't, I'm going to be totally off rhythm here, but no, 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 no. And I, like, was like, that is awesome. That's great. So when we got on the bus, I said, we got to do something for Cielo. That's a big deal, you know. And so I called T up, and I actually asked her to, to get it organized on the bus back nice. there, and then they took it from there. So Oh, did they ever? You can find that video <laughs> on our website, the562.org, and on the Twitter feed for Long Beach State Softball, which, before we get let you go, we have to talk about, is going to be celebrating that groundbreaking ceremony on Wednesday uh, for the locker rooms, the clubhouse for softball and soccer. Uh, more details, obviously, on Wednesday and when we have that coverage, but just talk about what that means for your program. Because I think a lot of people don't understand that the day you announce that or the day you break ground on that, it kind of changes the program, right? Absolutely. I mean, we've we've been using it. Uh, we've had the plans in our office and been using it for recruiting for since we kind of got the, the green light <laughs> that it was going to happen. So right. we kept pushing it forward, and it's just exciting. It's It's going to make – it's going to make a, such a difference for our student athlete, their experience here right now to to be able to have that out there, and for us just to hold meetings and watch film and and uh, you know just kind of build our culture and advertise it and see it every day and. It's kind of like a home home for us out there. I mean, give people an idea logistically, all the things you just mentioned, getting from getting ready for a game to film and meetings. You know, how spread out are you guys right now? I mean, you kind of are all over campus doing that stuff right now, right? We are, and we, we laughed about it this weekend because we are all standing under easy ups without chairs for about 45 minutes before <laughs> our game, before we had to w warm up in the rain. And it was like, how nice is it going to be to be in the locker room next year? With when a couple TVs, or, and, yeah, you know, and sure. when we're changing after the games, because we do get all our laundry done here, so the girls have to change after every game, and they're they're literally, you know, out there on the grass, kind of, you know, <laughs> right. they know to wear other stuff underneath, and uh, you know, they're changing, and right now just watching film, which is such a big deal every week in conference to to get ready on Mondays. It'll be nice to be able to go in there. Um, watch film and then get right out to practice right now we do it in the euclea room um, you got to make sure it's available and so it's it's just going to be really convenient and uh, you know like i said it, it just shows such a commitment to 
to athletics and to our sport. And we're so thankful to the Leaf Stats for, for really stepping up and President Conley and Andy and Cindy and so many people that have made this dream come true for we're, us. We're excited about it. We're looking forward to the media center. I know you're going to build like a press box wing. And <laughs> Andy, Andy told me they're going to do a revised <laughs> blueprint for us that's got a media workroom. Well, you guys are also still <laughs> looking for donations for, for some of those lockers, correct? Absolutely. I'm. Uh, we've had some great people, a lot of our alumni step up and so many people that have, you know, purchased lockers already and with a few left, you know, we'd, we'd love to love for them to step up, have their name, be a part of our culture and in the locker room um, for our players to look at and uh, read their quote and Oh, they get to put no, a quote in there? They get to put a quote in there. What's the best quote you've gotten so far? They, they um, I haven't seen them any of okay. them. All right. You've got to screen them and make sure of, that they're One uplifting. of the very <laughs> funny ones was Panita, Panita, our associate head coach. She, We said, we kind of joked around, what's Panita's quote going to be in the hallway here? And it was like, have you filled out your FAFSA yeah. yet? So <laughs> that's that good. Was, uh, you know, because that's what we hear on a daily basis. So. Uh, uplifting and useful. That's <laughs> yes. always what you want fr from a good quote. Uh, Coach, thank you so much for taking the time. Congratulations on all the success you guys have had this season. Again, on Wednesday, the groundbreaking ceremony at 12.30 p.m. You are then taking on Texas Tech at 2. You're going to take on Monmouth on Thursday. And then you are taking on uh, uh, three teams, actually, right, in the uh, LMU tournament this weekend? Yes, yes. One more uh, busy week here, and then uh, it'll slow down and – can kind of get rested up and you know get a lot of time in the weight room and get ready for uh for conference can't wait and you just let us know how much it's going to cost to name the press box at the lbsu yeah. softball complex the mike and jj press box all right frank i blair, will frank blair is a sports writer it's true. Saying it's, <laughs> been, it's true it's been established that that's uh, going to be the tradition absolutely thanks so much thank you coach we appreciate it uh bringing andy back on to uh to wrap this thing up we did want to let everybody know that with all this action here on campus and around the city this week you got to get in the gate and to do so call the box office here at long beach state 562-985-4949 for the best tickets and the best ticket deals each week so jj has a little bit of a ron burgundy complex where he just reads anything that's typed on there and i'm wondering if one week i could put your cell phone number in there if i'd probably get it. halfway done <laughs> you know what i mean i get those first three digits out and then oh uh oh well all i ask is that you make sure you pick it up and then upsell each caller into season tickets oh, i promise i promise jj's for the first job jj had when i knew him he was working at the uh, foundation here and so he knows how to upsell and he knows how yep. to get his commission yeah the annual fund is what they used to call it i also worked at the recycling center so I, i'm well versed as to what it takes to work on campus you're, you're all over i mean you know jj's the blood and guts of long <laughs> the uh, facilities department knows me well. Um, Andy, thank you so much for having us for this show. Uh, it was really nice getting to talk to Coach Souter. I know they've been just uh, tearing it up out there on the diamond, um, and you're probably going to be a busy man with all of these uh, with all these games on campus and around the city this we, week. We got a lot going on, and uh, we just you know ask our fans to, to come on out and support uh, our softball program and all our teams that are competing this week and beyond. You still out there running when it was raining? Uh, you know, I, I, I gave up running in the rain probably uh, about a year ago, and uh, it's, uh, you know. Was there an incident? Uh, I think it was just adding one more candle to the cake that, you know, you just kind of make a decision at some point. You go, yeah, I'm not running in the rain today. Well, if we don't see you out there running, we'll see you in the stands. Thank you, Andy. Thank you to Long Beach State. 
Thank you to Steven for producing this show. Uh, thank you to Mike. Thank I you to JJ. I think it would need to be the Gardabasio and Fiddler press See, room. No, it's got to be reverse mm-hmm. alphabetical. No, it's got to be the one syllable, then the two syllables. We've talked about this. The Mike and JJ press yeah, box? it's radio. you got to do one in, syllable, little, two syllables. Mike and JJ press box is a little informal. All right, we're going to work on if it. If I'm going to give this university $4 million <laughs> to build this press room. I like where we're going okay. with that number. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, we're going to go count the money in our pockets. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, We will see you guys in the stands this week. Take care and come back next week for another episode of the LB Fee Show.